We all have big dreams, making our fantasy lifestyles our reality. Meanwhile, we watch others seemingly make it happen. I'm Rachel Denson, a farm girl turned mortgage guru, moonlighting as your self-help cheerleader. Together, we'll pull back the curtain with intentional conversations and discover how you get there. Hello, and welcome to How You Get There. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. This is my first solo episode recorded. This is already my second take because I'm quite nervous. And what I've already realized, it is it is a lot easier to be overly critical when it's just you and you can very easily say, oh, let's start over. But you know what? I'm here. I have been kind of in a funk for about two days, if we're being honest. I can't pinpoint it. Now, I will admit that there's one thing I have not consistently been doing, and it's doing a Bible study in the morning. And this is a pretty good wake-up call for me, and it's actually inspired me to commit to something for 2024 that is a perfect segue into why I'm here tonight. I'm recording by myself because I want to walk you through out loud the organic monologue that I go through while I'm planning for the new year. So right now it's November 30th, which is truly a natural time that I personally start thinking about the new year. Now, I will say I love using a fresh date as a fresh start to get onto something new, recommit to something. When I have been the healthiest versions of myself, I have not used the new year or now November 30th between the new year to start doing something that I know I already want to do. I remember when I was younger, especially when I had a lot of work to do on my relationship with food um, and had a lot of bad emotional ties to hypothetical weight loss and, and not being happy with what I looked like. And this is definitely would be a trigger season for me to say, okay, I'm just going to forget it. I am not going to worry about it until the new year. But since I have done a lot of work, on myself, specifically with my relationship with food, how I have learned about nutrition, cooking, and I've, I've turned what used to be a traumatic relationship into a really, a really beautiful thing that is super healthy and is something I still want to nurture and work on, but I'm, I'm very proud of the success that I've got done there. But I digress. So anyways, before I would say 2020, so now three years ago, I have approached New Year's resolutions entirely differently. And that is all thanks to my girl, Gretchen Rubin. I just, I love Gretchen. She has truly changed my life, listening to the Happier Podcast, reading her books. But one of the things that the Happy, Happier Podcast does is what they had, have coined. Now for this year, it's a 24 and 24 list. Previous years, you know, 21 and 21, 22 and 22, so on. 
ever since I have been approaching New Year's resolutions with that mindset, that the relationship especially has shifted to one of successes and celebrations, more fun, make it more whimsical, as opposed to harping on something that I'm not happy about that I'm doing and just focusing on if I don't quit this entirely, um, I'm a failure. Because really, before... I started doing my my list. I was that person where I would focus on one thing that I wasn't doing, expect like me to have life change overnight. And that's just so unrealistic. So before I hop in to the list, I wanted to stroll, take a little stroll down memory lane. And I also haven't officially decided all of my things for 24 for 24. So back to, I, I thought this would be a cool episode to really just take you along the journey in real time for some things I've got up here and pointing to my head for those listening on the podcast, things I've jotted down in my phone because I'm a huge believer, especially when I have started trying to be more of a creative this year, that if, if I have something that I think is good uh, that I want to touch back to, I don't trust myself to remember it. I immediately put jot it down in a note. So I have some stuff stowed away there. I'm like a little squirrel. I uh, stash away my nuts. But I also probably will use some inspiration from my old list. So I don't think I keep too much stuff, but I am definitely a sentimental gal. And I actually have what I'm holding here for those watching on YouTube, I'll describe for the podcast. It's a like yellow, I guess, would this be alligator skin looking book? This is, I'm pretty sure it's a like $500 notebook. I did not buy it for myself. A previous boss bought it for me that I'm pretty sure I was in a borderline emotionally abusive relationship with, <laughs> which is a whole other story that we were definitely going to unpack on how you get there because she is a huge story of, of how I got here. But nonetheless, it, it it's beautiful. Like even the pages, they're baby blue. They smell good. I mean, I can, I can understand why it's expensive, but here's the best part about this. The irony of this, I received this notebook. It's actually a planner. I received this planner in December of 2019. The first funny thing about that is I knew I was getting this planner. It has my name on it, Rachel J. Ross, Rachel Denson now, but you know, Rachel Ross Denson. Anyways, I, it, so it's my, my point being, you know, no, but no other Rachel J. Ross, I'm pretty sure this lady knew to give this planner to, but she bought it for me and I knew I was quitting. <laughs> Oops. But anyways, I mean, I mean, what are you going to do? So I still, I, she was kind enough to still give it to me. She actually ended up giving it to me. She didn't give it to me. She had, she had to quit speaking to me at this point. This actually was hand delivered by a coworker after I had already left that job. So anyways, but it's so beautiful. But then the best, the second best part, y'all, this was for 2020. And so like the first whole first, you know, 25% of it is a 12 month week by week calendar for 2020. And I'm sure all of you don't, doesn't take too long to go stroll down memory lane to remember what we were all doing in 2020, which was 
nothing. So the, this beautiful planner to jot down my schedule in my days and it was 2020 and I didn't use any of it, but it does come with a notebook in the back. And it's really like, this is almost my version of a diary, you know, like I don't see necessarily what I was doing every day, but like I have drafts of my 20 of my list. I have ideas of what I was doing. Like it's, I love this stuff and I love looking back through it. And it really always, it's funny how there are lessons that I've learned that I giggle and read, but then there's stuff that I learn all over again, you know, and then I think it's so, it's so brand new, uh, but really I've, it's already been something I've done before. So anyway, so this is where I throw my keepsakes in here. So the first list I did was in 2021, actually, truly, because I just found this. So the first really writing down resolutions and making more of a list style concept instead of just one resolution was in 2019. And I love this. I put 2019 big things, connect with people who make me a priority I wanted to budget and save better and write out short and long-term goals. And number four was food freedom. I love that. Go, Rachel. I also said Diet Coke minimalist. I think I was, I was, I was super into Diet Coke. Then. I mean, I still love Diet Coke, but I was a regular everyday kind of gal. I put big water guy. Still true. Still, I'm I'm hanging in there on that one. Don't get caught up in how much you matter to other people. Fair, fair. You know, and I think if many of us are being honest, we all care about that. And I still am working on that one. Still very true. Make time for the Bible every day. Make exercise time a priority. Mm. See, it, it's a... It's a constant evolution, but at the same time, it's interesting to me that there's some, there's some things that can be such core values of us, but we're bad about making them a, really a part of our, of our everyday life. And, you know, that's a super vulnerable spot for me on both of those, because sitting here today, I'm better than I was then on both of those things entirely, but there's still more work I want to be done. The amazing thing is, is that I had so much to work on then that I don't even think I wanted to admit to myself. And I sit here today and truly know I have done big parts of the work that make those things really going to happen this year because the Rachel that I've grown to be does other things that totally align with, with those two. Rachel in 2019 had a lot more things that she wasn't even admitting that needed to be done for those things to line up. And and that's really cool. The other thing, so I put manifest 2019. 
and I put some things down. And it's it's cool to see how I'm not going to read through all of these. But some of them I have done. And it wasn't even a, it, they were more, they were definitive things. And I love like one of them being a home and have it completely decorated. Because at this point I was still living with my mother. And I was over that. <laughs> love you, mom. But that was a hard time. You know it too. That was the first time that I wrote down a manifest of things that were going to happen. No try. They were like, they were so hard and fast. And it didn't happen just all in a year. But it's cool to see how many of them have happened today. So the power of writing stuff down, whether it, it's little stuff or whether it's big stuff, I, I, I believe in it. Okay, so let's go on to 21 for 21. And part of the, the um, whole process, too, is having a word of the year. So I'll tell you these two. So the, my 21, 2021 word of the year was bendy because <laughs> I wanted to be more just physically flexible, you know, growing up, being always in gymnastics, being a cheerleader, I've always, I have maintained probably a level of flexibility that's higher than the average person. And that's always been something I've been very proud of. But I know that every passing year, that's harder to maintain. And also, if you do some research into how much of like long-term health and longevity of being able to stay active. So much of it is flexibility and mobility. But then also, I'm an extremely rigid person in a lot of ways. Routine is my freedom. I don't like change I'm not expecting. I don't like spur of the moment. And being bendy for me is something that I could use a little bit more of mentally as well as physically. So that was a good word of the year. I'm proud of that one. So one of them was walk for 21 minutes every day outside. And I think I did it a lot, but I know, I know I didn't do it every day. There has never, there's not like been one thing, like a habit that I've ever stuck with for 365 days of the year. If we're being honest. The next one, run a half marathon. I did that just in the nick of time. I ran my first half marathon, went to St. Jude and ran it. Uh, what's neat too to think about is that is that the, that race is this weekend. I'm not running it this weekend, but I know some people that are. Then I wanted to become debt-free. So there were a few things like we had just had our wedding. I had, you know, like many people, used some credit cards to help us with that. And I was on a plan to have them paid off with no interest, but it was really important for me to stick to that. So I wrote it down. And then I said, I wanted to run 10 miles a week. I didn't do that one. That is something that is interesting to, uh, as you start getting to be in the running world, there's a lot, a lot of runners talk about like how many miles a week they're getting in and, and things like that. And I think I really wanted to push myself to be once again, I love structure. So the idea of of being able to say that was really great, and it wasn't 
as much. And then Chad and I had a savings goal and we reached that one. One of the other ones I put in recycle and reduce plastic disposable usage. And I've started being a lot more thoughtful on that. I didn't check it. So I don't know. I don't think I did it. Like I clearly didn't do it to my satisfaction, I guess, by the end of the year. The other one, go back to goat yoga. I went to goat yoga when I went to my bachelorette party in Nashville and it was one of the coolest things I've ever done. Oh, I loved it so much. So I really wanted to go back and I haven't been back, but I would love to read 21 minutes a day. I didn't do, I know I didn't do that one either. I did go, get back into reading this year though, because I read the 12 books for the first time in probably a few years. I think I really got out of reading when I was in college. And so I did that. I put use Real Foods Rachel daily. And Real Foods Rachel, uh, it's an Instagram account. It's still out there, but that is where I started sharing my food and all of my, really my food tips and my cooking and my meals. I would still love to get Real Foods Rachel back in action. I know some people think, you know, if you are like have a brand on online that it needs to be all in one place. I don't totally disagree with that, but I do, I will say I would love to just start kind of use it as like a food diary again, because I also think that it inspires me to have prettier meals or more nutritious meals because really anytime I really actually cook at home, it's quite nutritious. It's got good vegetables. Um, it's when I'm just like skimping by that I don't do that. But then take time to visit distant friends. I'm a, I don't think I did that one because, or at least once again, not to the satisfaction of 21 year end Rachel. That one's not checked. Um, I wanted to close 60 loans. I did that one. I think this year was one of it. When, 2021 was crazy. I do remember because I actually closed 90 loans that year. That was a lot of work and I'm so grateful for it. It was a very, it was a huge year for growth, like not just through numbers, but like intellectually with my career, but it took up a lot of my time. I know it did. And then, you know, there's stuff that I'm still working on that I'm better at, but I was already thinking about the seeds were being planted, plan out marketing strategy one month in advance. Another one, make homemade dessert from scratch. I still have never done that. I'm just not a big baker. So I, you know, I, I think I'm almost to the point where I'm, I'm going to let that one go. I said I wanted to go to LBL and run and walk new trails. Doesn't look like I did that, but want, still love that idea. I love nature. I love being able to just go and be, and that's a really great idea, but I haven't. Oh, visit the West with Chad. We did not get there, but we did this year, and it did not disappoint. Oh, my goodness. We went to whitefish montana and then went there for a wedding and then went about another 20 minutes down the road to stay in columbia falls and visited glacier national park y'all it is that is another one of that's a whole nother thing i want to get into on here and tell you truly how you get there because that is a place that i think we, a lot of us talk about, but it does take some work to actually get it all to come to fruition, but it, it is 
more worth it than I ever comprehended. Get a deer with my bow. We still haven't done that. Still want to do that. Nurture plant babies. I have. I This was one of the years that I started becoming a plant lady. So I started getting springtime flowers and taking care of them. And that is one of the happy, that's one of the a simple thing where, you know, in some ways money can buy happiness in my opinion. And that's one of those ways that buying plants and letting them be beautiful and give them, let them give me joy every day, give me energy as I give them nurture and see them grow. I love that. Embrace and maximize alone time, which is also really funny considering that for the past year, I have had a lot of alone time because Chad took a amazing career opportunity that has him working out of town a lot. So I would say that one is, was as now a current futuristic check. Okay. This is funny. So I guess I didn't really 21 to 22. Didn't get out of my box on word of the year. I went with flexible. So there I, there we go. Oh, I'm going to read just a few of these. One thing I put on here was one bath a week because in my mind, I really loved baths. And it's funny because we, I know I put this on here because we bought a house that is, you know, just one really in a lot of, it's, it's a forever home for us. We love it here, but it has a good bath. And so I thought, okay, now is my moment. I'm going to be a person that like actually gets to take baths. And I tried it and I'm like, this is not, not doing it for me. Now I will say that I've been on vacation where there's a bigger bath and the like water tube pipe gushes. So it fills up in like three minutes flat. That's the game changer for me at home. It takes like 15 minutes to get the tub full. And by then I'm over it. So Learned something new about myself there. I put going out west on here again. Didn't get to that. I put I wanted to have 26 podcast episodes recorded. Didn't do it, but we're here now. And I am so dang proud to finally get here. Uh, one thing I checked off was Lash Booth and Self Tan Quest. <laughs> so that means I finally, you know, love lash boost from Rodan and Fields. It really does work. I have, you know, had good luck luck with it, but it was one of those that, and for those that don't know, lash boost is the stuff that makes your eyelashes grow and be longer. And that is something that just is one of those things that makes me feel good. You know, it really does. And I can tell a difference and I have my own cosmetic Gluttonies, maybe, is the word I'm wanting to use. I don't need one more cosmetic habit like getting lash extensions or something. So I was like, I'm going to, you know, I just need to to use what I know works. And then that it's not that hard. And it's not that hard. It takes 10 seconds. It's like one of those things that gives me a lot of satisfaction for very little effort. And then my self-tan quest. So I was... Part of what, and I think I, I even say this in my trailer for how you get there, but I was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease at the end of the summer of 2018. That sounds right. Anyways, part of the diagnosis, um, it's a 
it's an autoimmune disease that affects the inflammation of my skin and can affect the inflammation of my muscles. Part of what triggers it is sunlight. So my whole world got turned upside down because and I'm a big believer in that we can all have our feelings about the woes that we've gone through and not diminish did not diminish the severity of some somebody else's far worse outcomes or diagnoses diagnoses that sounds right for me i loved i i mean i still part of the core part of who i am is being outside and at the time i loved to get sun i was tan i never thought twice about being in the sun, you know, use sunscreen probably about as good as any other 19-year-old. After three full years of being uber protective of my skin, I noticed for the first time my actual skin tone, which was quite pale. (laughs) And I decided that I was not going to be limited by that, but I was just going to figure out what self-tan, tanning stuff worked. There's a million and five out there and use it regularly and own it and, and just enjoy, enjoy being able to have, you know, the immediate gratification, eat my, have my cake and eat it too. And I did. And I have some that I love that I use all the time now. Create cleaning schedule for a house. <laughs> never did that. Still haven't done it. I'm not even going to get into that again because you all know I have a house cleaner that I love. And she is way better than I could ever be. Water before coffee. Yes. So that doesn't really need explaining other than I just really tried to make myself drink like at least a full glass of water before I go get my coffee. And I still have, I have stuck with that. Organize storage spots in house. So the cool thing is I didn't do that that year, but I have done that more recently. And so that I can, you know, once again, now finally check it off. And then my last one, memorize Chad's social security number. Cause I feel like that's a responsible wife thing to do, but I haven't done it yet. So, and I don't, I don't think this year is going to be the year either. Okay. Finally to 2023. So let's see. So I said, I wanted to read the entire Bible this year. I did not do that. There is a Bible in a year program on the Bible app. And I have been using that, but I'm quite behind. That is, I mean, it really ends up being about a 25 minute commitment every day. And that is, it's an amazing goal. And it's not one I want to give up, um, but I am going to tweak it because I want to set myself up for success. Then I put, I wanted to win Denson Challenge 2023, which basically totally went to the wayside. So Chad and I made our own little challenge between each other. And it was all about health goals and really neither of us held each other to it. So I'm going to give that one just a good old X marks the spot there. Run Iron Mom half marathon sub two hours. I didn't do that at all. Take a video of our whole house for insurance. I've not done that. So if you, but I have time because it's November 30th. So I may do that before the weekend's up. 
I'm going to say I am going to do that before the weekend's up, actually. So I heard this suggestion because an insurance agent was explaining that, you know, when you go through a catastrophic event, you're in such just shock and it's been so much trauma that you have a hard, people have a hard time remembering what they have, where, how much it was worth, you know, like a point of reference for how much it was worth, like don't know the brand or model. And so if you take a video of all your belongings, if you, you know, heaven forbid had to file an insurance claim for total loss, you'd have a much better roadmap for all of your personal items. And I think, I just think that's such a practical, good tip. And once again, really in the grand scheme of things, low effort. So I need to get that one. I'm going to get that one done before the end of 2023. Plant all my spring bulbs. Okay. I did do that, but I had waited too late because I bought them the spring before and they didn't last. So, but I did do it. Finish crown molding in bedroom. No, but you know what? This is a good lesson of, and take it from me. Don't put things on your list that you can't single-handedly accomplish. In my opinion, I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm just gonna be firm on that because I can't finish the crown. Or, let me. I probably could. I'll be honest. I guess because it's some caulking, but the reality is. I put this on my list, I should say, knowing I wasn't going to, knowing I wanted Chad to finish the crown molding in my bedroom. So if I put this on my list again, it would need to read something like, learn how to caulk crown molding and get it done myself in the bedroom, which I know that that was totally not my intention when I wrote that. So for what it's worth, listen to more music. I have done that. I was very much in the world of podcasts, which you should be totally listening to podcasts. Here I am. But I realized I was either, I feel like listening to podcasts or putting on a TV show in the background. And instead I wanted to have, be able to really enjoy music again. It's such a perfect thing that I put that on my list. And I remember I talked about this in May on Instagram because after I went to the Taylor Swift concert, I became a fully indoctrinated Swifty and it just, I found joy in music again, like I'd lost. And so I'm going to put a big old check mark beside that one. Take more pictures, post on personal and, oh, Real Foods Rachel Moore. I have, I would say I've done decent about that, but that's another one that, and it's a moving target, but it's something I still want to be more intentional on. Oh, I put on here, I wanted to go see our friends Nita and Nina and Adam in Canada. So we met some friends on vacation in 20, I guess it was 2020, or it was the beginning of 2022. And we said we wanted to go and see them. And it's one of those things that, you know, you tell, you talk to people. It's almost like going to summer camp. Like we would go to a, an adults only resort. And so you say like, oh yeah, we're going to hang out. Like we'll do something. And then you don't. And so I thought putting that on my list would be a good idea, which it was. But here's the reality too. I had no concept what was going to 
what how my life was going to change in 2023 because Rye ended up, which ended up like I, we knew it was happening. We decided to have to get our dog pregnant and ha- have her have puppies because we wanted one of her puppies. It was a dream of ours, like a bucket list thing for her to have puppies. So our second puppy could be related to her. She is our baby. Like we, I just, this dog is so important to me and knowing that I have other dogs that are a piece of her, just, it does something for my soul. I had no concept, no concept what that was going to do to our whole life. And it almost like, as I was, I was walking the dog just a little bit ago before I came in here to record this. And I was thinking about how, what a blur the first quarter of this year was with the puppies. It it just, that was, it was my whole life. If anything, like I've been telling people, it gave me a small glimpse of like an idea, a a better taste of what motherhood has to be like, because everything stopped. And the whole, from the moment my eyes opened until they closed, I was working my, my life around there. So that is a large reason why that one's going to have an X. Pick out workout fits at beginning of week. I've not done that, but I still love that idea. Part of the reason why I wrote that down and I still believe it's valuable is because back to routine, Rachel. But future Rachel is always more thankful when that stuff has happened because the Personally, when I take inventory of why I don't get out the door in the mornings as soon as I want to, it's because I don't know. I, I hem haul around on what I'm wearing. So I think that's a great one that I may even carry over. Organize house, buffet tables, closet, drunk drawers, etc. Check. I have one more to go. But I have full confidence I'm going to get through that. Actually, I have two. I have a buffet table downstairs. And then I have uh, Chad's part of the bathroom storage. And also, can I just say how good it is? I'm like, that's one of the things if I reflect back on that I had the most pride in, like, and I feel like it gave my brain more clarity because there's stuff that are odds and ends in the house. And I know exactly where they are. We got rid of cords we didn't use. We have stuff like where we can find it in seconds. It was a game changer. Um, The next one, start. Actually, it was start attitude adjustment podcast. So before how you get there became how you get there, initial concept was called attitude adjustment. And that was supposed to be a co-hosted podcast with one of my best friends who um, is still totally in my corner about podcasting. Kate um, is going to be on the show and I can't wait for you all to meet her. But we had a good conversation and, and when I decided I was going to get the podcast off the ground, part of getting there was admitting that something that I felt like was our mutual idea was holding me back to almost feel like I was taking it for my own. 
And that's when I realized I needed to accept that although I still wanted to have a podcast, since attitude adjustment had come into our minds and it came into my mind and I'd started pouring, uh, you know, ideas into two years ago, I have changed the idea behind it. His, his metamorphosized into something else. And with that, I needed to accept it needed a new name. It needed to feel like it, mine and where mine and, and Rachel, Rachel today and not Rachel two years ago. But I'm going to give it a big O check. And then we've got a business goal, which is really interesting because it says it's closed 12 million in loans. And you know, what is really cool I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to stick with it. What's really cool because this is something I need have needed to work on. And sometimes you almost have to have your pendulum swing the other direction. I couldn't tell you where I've, what I've closed year to date. I have had so many more things that have been goals in my career that have, have taken first place to just the number. And I think that's so I'm proud of that because really what I'm putting energy into the goals that I have about structuring my a business plan and having different parts of my business come to fruition are so much more important than just trying to somehow get to the end goal. And I've really grown in that this year because I have totally, I've finally started believing that if I do all the right things and I know I'm doing the things that count to take care of people, to take care of my clients and that truly align with the business I want to build, the business will come. But for, for fun, I'm going to look it up really quick. And that's a good thing too. Being able to have the tools at my fingertips to me for for when I'm business planning, you know, I know there are some salespeople that think you need to always know your know your numbers. And I don't think you're wrong, but I think that it, it to me, where I was at and being so hyper-focused on my production, it almost was a little bit like I needed to take a total break from being so focused on that. And that really back to, you know what? I'm an all or nothing kind of person and moderation is not as easy for me. So to get where I need to be, I have to not, I don't, I can't moderate. I've got to abstain and then work my way from there. But you know, <laughs> year to date, 12 million, 12.1. I love it. And I've got one month to go. So I I'm so pumped right now. That is, this feels better than dwelling on it. Just to, to be, to be real, because this just, it just proves that when you like, it, it makes total sense. Why do we focus on the outcome and not the activity? And that goes for like me saying the same thing about that. I wanted to sub a two hour marathon, which or half marathon, which that means I wanted to run a half marathon in less than two hours. So sub two hours is what running people call it. You know, that's fine and dandy to put on the list, but what I really should have been putting was, you know, 
like prioritizing my running for, for my mental health along with my physical health and running five days a week or three days a week, you know, and then the sub two hours comes with the work and I do better. I think, and this is just something I'm learning about myself as I go. I do better by spelling out how you get there. (laughs) And the more that I do this podcast, the more the name of the show feels right, y'all, because it just, it keeps showing up and I love it. And it's, it's cool to feel. Okay. So big O check for 12 million in loans this year. So that's awesome. Go outside 23 and 23. So that is what, and that was a theme that the happier podcast picked for the whole happier podcast listeners, um, which is basically about for 23 minutes, every single day, you're going to go outside. I can't say I've done that, but I think there's so much value in it. I have felt in such a funk, like I've mentioned at the first of this episode, I forget it's like that it's been three days since I've like taken any time to like be outside and just breathe fresh air until I feel like a total grouch and just a total just in blah, you know, that something I can't put my finger on. And part of that for me is remembering to do some self maintenance of like always letting myself get fresh air, but I I'm going to have to put an X on that one. Throw away old makeup. Yes, I did do that. Buy paddle boards. Nope. I didn't do that one. I started paddle boarding. I I started paddle boarding. I paddle boarded once, but I freaking loved it. It was one of those revolutionary activities. Like after the first few times after I started running and got past the beginning feeling of running that like sucks that you feel so bad at it. And after you start realizing like you can go for me, it was like being able to run further than 20 minutes and like running and feeling good and then running and like feeling great that paddleboarding was like that. And it, it gave me such a good taste that I wanted to, to rep, to choose to replicate it, but I haven't gotten, I didn't get to it. Go to a yoga retreat. I did not do that either. 1,000 business Facebook followers and Instagram. That's another one. Once again, I was big into the the outcomes. I haven't done that. I'm not even going to look at that one. But I once again, not going to put that. That's not going to be a repeater for me. Um, keep making my schedule weekly. I have by, by and large done this. and it And I can tell a huge difference in my week. This I think is so critical for anybody who has, I shouldn't, I'm sure it is critical for anybody that is depending on your personality type. But for me with a work schedule, a work life that is so different and variable every day. And it ha- it requ- it's a lot of autonomy, which it, I love, but it also means that that's a lot of self-discipline. And I, I'm in a line of work with mortgages. It is very easy. And I think it's probably true with any line of work, but just from what I can speak to 
in my career, it is very easy to end up in the trenches all day and what we and working in my business, going back to the same to some stuff that needs to be done because there's a there is a a never ending to do list. The second you get to zero, something else is going to pop up. And there's a there's such a delicate dance and fine balance of being efficient and getting stuff done in a timely manner, but also requiring and, and accepting that you have to make the time to work on your business to grow. And so part of me knowing that I am staying true to what I really want to do that aligns with the priorities for the business I'm building is by mapping it out in advance because I don't have enough self-discipline minute to minute to shift task. I have got, once again, routine is my freedom. And so I'm going to put a check mark on that. I probably will not put it back on my list though, because I would say that that is just now like who I am and is not needed to be on the list. Another rollover about LBL, um, avoid eating out due to lack of planning. Thankfully, I'm going to put a huge old check mark on that one. So that has been a multitude of things. We have rental property and I definitely think um, it was easy when, when we're working on a real estate flip, it especially is so easy to go and pick something up instead of making something at home. And there was through, I mentioned my nutrition and my, my food choices earlier in the episode, but it has been uh, back to knowing myself better of when I first got into learning about how I wanted to eat and whole foods eating. I was like bound and determined that, that was all I was going to buy. And that in, in a perfect world is great. But what I realized is I was letting perfect be the enemy of good because what was happening was when I didn't have time to make a whole meal, we were going through fast food versus now at home. I have a ton of frozen vegetables. I've got a frozen turkey burger that I can heat up. And the reality is I have taquitos and pizza rolls. And at the end of the day, I would rather eat in and eat a poor, you know, a poor choice because it, it, for in my, in my world at home for like pennies on the dollar, then go and buy fast food that's equally as bad or is like the cost of a whole grocery bill to be healthy just because of lack of planning. Like that was something that I was being so hard on myself about that I realized it just was less energy to just fix it than all of the guilt and the shame and the cycle of this whole internal monologue I had about it when I wouldn't. I love this too, because it makes, I've not thought about that in a while because I've just really changed the game on that. I've really done good about having a ton of food at home that there is never a reason for us to run through the drive through instead of eating at home. And I'd forgotten almost that that was something I needed to work on. And then the other one was that I wanted to pay off my car because I have a car loan. I haven't done that. And you know what? That was something that was a, I think a 
external pressure thing for me then. And now I'm like, not, I'm not, I'm, I feel nothing. And so I really think it's interesting that was on my list because I'm not upset at all. I'm just, and I'm admitting it. So Charlize Theron, <laughs> which if you, that's a orange is a new black reference, which is something me and my friend Kate say. So anyways, the last one, get office 100% complete. And that's a check too. Oh, that's a, that was a great list. Man, I forgot how good of a list it was. Oh, and then finally, my word of the year was obedience. And that was so fitting and I leaned into it. And that is a whole other episode in itself. And so I won't touch on it too much, but it really, it was something I really wanted to focus on. And I love that I picked that because there were things that I decided to give up this year and there were things that I felt called to, and I knew, I knew that the obedient act would be to pray about it, to lean into the word about it. And I did, and it has made me so much more fulfilled and content and at peace and it's living i feel like i am living proof that there is a reason why i believe and i trust that jesus and and the written word of of the lord is smarter than than i and wiser than i and that is truly written to protect me in a lot of ways and to lead me to prosperity. And when we are obedient, there is, is goodness through that. And it makes you realize that like a child, when you listen, you are protected, you are cared for, you, you are safe and you can be happy in, a, in ways that you think when you think you know better it and, it and it doesn't work out than when you're just obedient. And um, that's my little, that's my little preaching thing right there. So what I think I'm going to do is this is going to be part one of a two part episode, which part two is going to be coming at you for me to write down my new 24 four and 24 list. Thank you so much for hanging out with me tonight and listening to how you get there. If you liked this episode, tell me what you liked. I would love to hear about what resonated with you. Share this episode with a friend, subscribe where you get your podcast and on YouTube. I'm so thankful for everybody's support that's listening thus far. It is still wild to think that this isn't going to just be something that I've recorded that never goes anywhere. And I still don't even know if the, if the surrealness of that has totally settled in. Mm -hmm.